Welcome back to the Rusted Culture Podcast. Well, today, folks, we've got an interesting development on Twitter. Pardon Trump is trending. Pardon Trump. And on Tuesday, he announced his candidacy for president in 2024. And today, less than four days later, Pardon Trump is trending. It's interesting times that we live in. And I mean, it. it I just wonder how all of this is going to pan out in the end. What's going to happen to Donald Trump, his presidency, and his candidacy, and that's what I want to talk about, and some of the reactions that other Republicans are having at this stage to all of this. So as we know, Donald Trump is playing the victim. From Mar-a-Lago, he said, you know, this is a witch hunt, um, all of this kind of stuff, extremely predictable. We knew that was coming. But I want to show you a little bit about what his son said. So here's a tweet from Eric Trump, who said that, interesting that two days after my father announces his presidential run and a day after the House launches investigations into the Biden family, corruptions, Biden, his likely challenger, announces a special counsel to prosecute him. This is communism. But I'm sure it wasn't planned. American political corruption at its finest. American political corruption at its finest. So I, I kind of understand he's... That's his dad, you know, and his dad said it's a witch hunt. He wants to believe that his dad did nothing wrong. But there's there's obviously something here. I mean, we know it's a fact that he took all of this top secret information all the way down to Mar-a-Lago, boxes and reams of it, tons of it. And it was all over the floor and all over the place. I mean, the handling of it was abysmal. There's sources, methods, and, and people that are described in these documents that could be endangered as a result of what Donald Trump did, and there should be some sort of punishment for it. Uh, you know, something should happen because of what he did. I mean, there, there should be something, right? Something. But it's amazing to me that so many people look at this and say, you know, Donald Trump has done no harm. He's done no harm. And all they do, their knee-jerk reaction is to just simply fight for the sake of fighting you know, and, and totally disregard the fact that, yeah, he actually did something wrong. So Marjorie Taylor Greene is one of those people. And have a look at what she said here, folks. So this is Marjorie Taylor Greene and what she had to say about, you know, this whole thing that's going on. And because they've got this, this new control right now in Congress, you know, they've got the House and, and they know how to investigate things, not that they're successful at it. But that's what they want to do. They're going to be investigating Hunter Biden's laptop. You know, my God, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they brought Benghazi back up. Jim Jordan, remember him? The ringleader of the Benghazi Inquisition. Spent years. He spent $8 million. And at the end of it, he came up with an 800-page report that had nothing in it. I mean, there nothing. At the end of the day, they had nothing. I mean, what kind of a job can you have where you can spend $8 million, you can spend years looking into something, write an 800-page report, and then and, and have nothing? I mean, I mean, what kind of a job is that, uh, if you can call it a job? But they're going to have all these investigations going on. And her opinion of this is, folks, that they should have an investigation into defunding the Department of Justice, for God's sakes. Do you believe the rest of the Republican conference uh, will agree with you and say you're absolutely correct? We either use the Holman rule or we just use writers on appropriations, but we're not going to give these guys a dime. Well, you know, you know, one of the things that um, I'm going to continue to be committed to doing, Steve, is telling the American people the truth, 
even if it's not the truth that they want to hear from me at times. And I, I don't believe that all of them are fully committed right now at this time, but that's something we got to work on. Just like right, right now, we're not, we're not committed. Um, we're, we're not all together on who we're voting for for speaker. But I So, yeah, they're going to have to work on it if they want to defund the DOJ. And there's basically a, a, a sort of civil war that's brewing right now in the Republican Party. So good luck with that, Marjorie Taylor Greene. But the point is, I, I mean, the point is that they don't think that there's any chance that Donald Trump did anything wrong. I mean, my God. I mean, what kind of a person just just assumes the fact that the man did nothing wrong. They don't even want to look at the facts. I mean, as far as they're concerned, yeah, the, the classified information got to Mar-a-Lago and it was mishandled. We don't know how that happened. We don't know how. Um, and, and the fact that they don't see anything wrong with it to the point where they just want to just defund the Department of Justice. I mean, it's, 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 it's sickly, sad. It would be funny if it wasn't so, you know, disgusting, patently disgusting, to be honest with you. But one of the things I want to do, folks, is bring this to your attention. Do you remember this? So this goes back to Hillary Clinton in the email server. Remember that? The Hillary Clinton email controversy. And if you'll recall, back in 2016, this is according to Wikipedia. Uh, it says, it was determined that Clinton's server did not contain any information or emails that were marked classified. It was determined. And this is according to an article from the Washington Post on September 8th of 2022. It goes on to say that federal agencies did, however, retrospectively determine that 100 emails contained information that should have been deemed classified at the time they were sent. Should have, should have been deemed classified, but they weren't. So the emails that were on that server, and yes, she shouldn't have had a server, in her basement, but the emails that were on that server weren't deemed classified at the time she had them on there. They went back retroactively and said they were classified. There's a hell of a lot of difference here between what she did and what Donald Trump did, hauling reams of top secret information back to Mar-a-Lago. And he had the audacity to stand up there in front of the American people and say that because of what she did, she should be disqualified from running as a presidential candidate. She should not, she does not deserve to be president because of what she did. And that the way that she handled that classified information, contrast that with what he did, top secret information. I mean, hers was deemed secret after the fact. They went back and said, yeah, all that stuff that she had on her server Oh, yeah, by the way, that we're going to call it secret now. It wasn't then, but we're going to call it secret now. The stuff that he took was all red-labeled top secret. So how can it be that we have a man that said she should be disqualified from running as president, and he did something far worse with top secret information, and here he is on Tuesday saying he's going to be running for president? It's, it boggles the common sense of any American folks you know, when you get down to it. And what are Republicans saying? Let's have a look at Bill Barr, who was Donald Trump's former attorney general. Here's what he had to say about 
what Donald Trump I said that I, I personally think that they probably have the basis for legitimately indicting the president. I don't know. I'm speculating. You're speculating yeah. but, but given what's gone on, I think they probably have the evidence that would check the box. They have the case. They have the case. Yes, they do have the case. And that's what Donald Trump is worried about. And not only that, he went on to say this about Donald Trump, too. He thinks that he should step aside at the same time. Have a listen to what he said in this further interview. Uh, he didn't do that. He failed. He didn't do what the whole country hoped, which that he would rise to the occasion and rise to the office. And he didn't do that. So he's had his chance. He doesn't. Uh, he obviously does not have the qualities necessary to unite the party, which is the first step uh, on the road back. And... Uh, he should stand aside. Ooh, ouch. I mean, that's that's pretty strong. I mean, this man, as you'll recall, I used to call him Big Boy Bill Barr because he kind of reminded me of Shoney's Big Boy, you know. Um, but be that as it may, I mean, I, I do have respect for the man, and I said that even back then <laughs> after calling him Shoney's Big Boy. But, I mean, what he's speaking the truth here, folks. I mean, he's he's... He's right on it, right on the money. But what I, I kind of wonder, you know, when we look at Donald Trump's campaign, what does all of this mean for his campaign going forward? How is this going to play out? Well, the best way I think I can describe it is it's like Donald Trump launched this big balloon and he's in the gondola and he's kind of going over the country. I mean, it was sort of a, a low energy launch, you know, he didn't have a lot of enthusiasm about it. So he's kind of in this hot air balloon, and it's every day it loses a little bit more altitude. And it's probably somewhere over, I don't know, the Everglades right now. You know, it's, it's probably drifted over the Everglades. And I think that most Republicans are hoping that it's just going to lose enough altitude to where he just falls into the swamp and maybe, you know, who knows? Who knows? I mean, at that stage. But here's Lauren Boebert, and I want you to listen to how she describes... It, it, she kind of threads the needle here. She loves Donald Trump, but when she starts talking about Ron DeSantis, she gets all bubbly and happy. Have a look at this. And uh, so I certainly would not turn my back on President Trump. I am a huge supporter of his. Uh, but with that, I love Governor Ron DeSantis. Uh, he is America's governor, and he has these same policies. America's uh, governor. I, th I know that his focus right now is governing the state of Florida, uh, but at this time, um, you know, with 2024 in the far future, I am very much concerned on legislating and being a productive representative for my constituents uh, in 2022 um, or in 2023. Yep, 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 yep. Okay, yeah. Um, you know, she just won by maybe a few hundred votes. So now she's going to start really working for her constituents instead of, like, clamoring for the camera. So what I think you're seeing here, I mean, what, what she's doing is kind of typical with what, the way I think a lot of Republicans feel. They're just waiting for that balloon to lose altitude, end up in the Everglades, you know, and, and whatever happens, happens. But the interesting thing, let's look look at what's going on here with Geraldo Rivera. Do you remember him? Yes. Al Capone's safe that had nothing in it. Well, he's still out there, and he's saying this. He tweeted out, For the good of the nation, Ford pardon Nixon. For the good of the nation, Biden should pardon Trump. you got to laugh at that. I mean, the man obviously did something wrong, and, and he... 
he needs to reckon with that. I mean, something, something should happen. I don't know what should come out of what Donald Trump did, but by God, something should happen, and it shouldn't be a pardon. Folks, thanks for joining me, and we'll look for you next time.